one with Christ throughout this Holy Week, He who bears all of us. And we understand that we are not reading about some character in a novel, but we are reading about the God who out of His unimaginable love for us, for each one of us personally, decided to come down from heaven and to live among us as one of us, truly one of us. He was not an angel, he was not a spook, he was not a resident alien, but he was truly one of us. And as one of us, he suffered terribly at our hands. All the evil and all the wickedness and all the sinfulness that resulted from our exile from paradise rose up against him. You may have noticed in your lives, young or old as you may be, that sometimes it's when you try to do the right thing, the good thing, everything seems to go against you. When that happens, Remember Holy Week. Remember our Savior. You're not alone. Sometimes acting for the good, for the right, is a very lonely experience until you remember whose side you're on and who you're with and who is blessing you. Christ takes these painful steps which become increasingly terrible. We don't need to go to a movie in order to be emotionally engaged with his unspeakable sufferings and torture on Good Friday. But with every step, he is saying to all of you and to me, you're worth it. You're worth it. You're worth it. Until that moment, I don't think it was possible, not even for a Plato or an Aristotle or for any genius to understand what we are worth and how much we are loved by God. But he sealed his love, not with a greeting card sentiment, not with just talk, but he sealed it with his life, his blood, and his death. But we are about to look at the other side of the cross, which is the empty tomb. In the church, we never speak of the cross without remembering also the resurrection, just as we never think of the resurrection without understanding what it cost, the cross. So we hold these two things together not only in our thinking brains, but more importantly in our deep hearts. And whether we are young or old, we are always amazed and lost in wonder as we contemplate what Christ has done and been for us. Let us not forget that this is the one to whom we pray every day. This is the one whom we receive 
when we receive Holy Communion. And this too proves to us beyond all words how much we are worth. If we are young children, young people, if we are old, we are still amazed at how God can love us. It also teaches us how to look at other people. Sometimes other people can appear pretty unlovable. Let us see through them and realize that in there there is always something that God finds to love in each of us. Remember what Christ prayed to God the Father about the ones who had tortured him and crucified him. He said, Father, forgive them. The next time we are tempted to write someone off, let us remember those words from the cross. The cross of crucified love. This is going to be a very long service. Probably our feet and our knees and our backs and our necks are going to be telling us in an hour or so just how long. But think how important it is to be here and to be celebrating what we are celebrating this night. Now for a few moments we're going to be standing in darkness. Experiencing this darkness is a large part of the experience of Pascha, because the darkness suddenly is swallowed up by light. I don't have to unwrap that for any of you, no matter how young you are. You already see what is really going on. In that darkness we have an opportunity to think, and we will all be thinking about ourselves, about our families, about people that we associate with, about why we are here. These are good thoughts. It's called meditation. Something that we can do anytime, anyplace, any day of the year. Tonight we do it in a special way. And we do it together. Amen.